Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The driver's seat. Stevie Johnson's going to fight him all the way up to the line. Who'll get there first? Kelly, I reckon. No, Johnson got it. This is going to be Molly Taylor winning the first ever Extreme EX Prix. She crosses the line. She has done a fabulous job, and no wonder she is smiling. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. Seat on SEN for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. Stevie Johnson's here. Matty McKeldin's here. I'm Julian King and the chair for MIMS this week. Now, now strap yourselves in because I'm not <laughs> I'm not a motorsport guy as such. I haven't asked you to talk yet or laugh yet. My esteemed <laughs> colleagues, look, they're going to educate me tonight. You know what, gentlemen, as I say good evening to you, Stevie and Matt, I feel like, you know what I feel like? I feel like the bloke who's won a hot lap at Eastern Creek, but they said, look, you're 6'3", you're a bit tall, so I have to sign a waiver. That, that's me tonight. That is and you've my... turned up in shorts and thongs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, I'm growing the beard, though, in honour to in honor of uh, John Bow. How about that? Oh, Johnny oh. Bow, yeah. He yeah, loves the beard. See? And he loves a bit of the old... Has he still uh, got it? Yeah. yeah he still yeah. runs the beard, and it's still yeah. the same. He's like... Johnny would be, what, in his 60s, late 60s, and he's still got the same coloured beard as he had when he was 21. And he's still <laughs> – Is that and, right? And the program still says he's 42. Yeah, it's, it's a cracker. <laughs> so is it sort of cuffs match a collar? So is he grey on top of the beards? Does he run the, oh, the, the do, chestnut fruit or something? Well, yeah, oh. I think it's, there's, a bit of, there's a bit of just for men sprinkled in the old in the old beard there. What's the head Just like? for men or, or nugget shoe polish? <laughs> 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 the kiwi. The, the kiwi boot polish. Yeah. And Jules – Welcome, mate, and, and um, I know you don't know a huge amount of motorsport. And we you're will, F1 of course, fan, yeah, F1 I know you fan. like F1, Look, it's, so it's been a while, mate. I'll, hey, you know what? You haven't asked me if I'm a Ford man or, or a Holden man. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, we will get please. to that. But I think, I think Stevie J. I mean, I don't know how you feel, Stevie J. But I, I don't know. I kind of feel. Remember when you're in school and you had your normal teacher, and they had to go off and do you know teaching or teaching someone else or sport or something like that. So you had like an emergency teacher come in. And it was it, you just wanted to make that emergency teacher cry or quit or do whatever. Jules, you're in the firing line, sunshine. That's what we want to get for you. Hey, listen, my wife's a teacher, so she's given a few tips. So just watch yourselves. Just right? Watch Is yourselves. she really? I'll send you out of class. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll well we'll we'll have to have a crack at you because we've I'm only got you for, for two yeah. weeks. And uh, <laughs> and if and the funny thing is that with mm. with Stevie J and I is we'll try, but I tell you who is the best at giving drive-by clips behind the ears. That's our audience. Uh, yeah. There is not a week that goes by, Stevie J, back me up here, where mm. I don't get a crack about my racing career and hitting walls. <laughs> Steve, Day, Steve J doesn't get a crack about yeah. eating too many yeah. hamburgers in his KFC career or, or something <laughs> something like that. So uh, our audience is, is red hot when it comes yes. to uh, sending in text messages and having a crack at, uh, at who they are. But we'll try yeah. and be easy on you. This week, Jules. Uh, next week, mate, because Nimsy, of course, is away for two weeks. We've got Bathurst 1000 coming up, which we're mm. going to talk about a little bit later on. But you've got this week. Uh, you, you get a bit of a gentle pass this week, but next week, mate, it, it's on. So it's this on, is like, the apprenticeship, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm just trying to establish what the status is here. So not a, not a full-time draw. Would I be like a maybe a Grant Denyer? I you know, reckon. Oh. Presents in the media, gets behind the wheel every now and then. Oh. 
I reckon you're it's almost a couple of milk like that's a, unfair to Grant. You're almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost like a super sub. You know, like you go to Bathurst, you've got yeah. your normal drivers. Yeah. One of them comes down with with uh, food poisoning from a bad prawn from Bathurst, and then you draft in <laughs> you draft in one of the guys from yeah. like Porsche super Carrera. Two, like Andre yeah. Heimgartner did it. He actually yes, he did. He did Timmy, was it Timmy Slade that he replaced? Yeah, yeah, because Slade yeah. got sick and uh, yeah, and he yeah. rolled in. He had his helmet there already. He was racing and he rolled in and, and did a good job. For Arguably Jonah. saved his career. Correct. I reckon. In fact, got him back from. So, Jules, this could be a blessing in disguise. I'm feeling it. You could fire up to be a doyen of of motorsport media. Keep blowing smoke, please. Hey, listen, our special guest tonight, uh, thanks to Ryko Filters, asking mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Uh, He's a five-time Australian touring car champion, three-time Bathurst winner, member of the V8 Supercars Hall of Fame. Uh, You may have heard of this bloke. Round of applause, the great Dick Johnson. I just get one of these. The studio audience. <laughs> there we go. There it is. <laughs> uh, better late than never. Hello, Dick. <laughs> Hello, guys. What the hell is going on? Well, DJ, thank you for coming on tonight, mate. But we're uh, with Nimsy. Oh, here we go. With Nimsy being away, uh, it's like within your team you've got a number one mechanic or a team manager or something like that. They've They've had to go away. And they've brought in someone from Super 2. So we're flying a little bit loose here on the opening credits of the show. We're only a couple of minutes in. But, hey, uh, mate, massive news for you. And really quite weird that DJR is going to celebrate at this upcoming Bathurst 1000, your 1,000th race as DJR. That is unbelievable. Congratulations. Well, Matty, let me tell you something. I'm really privileged here for the simple reason that I'm on the 15th floor and I haven't got somebody trying to knock on my door and sort of uh, and sort of hijack me while I'm on a bloody... Uh, oh. uh, <laughs> doing a radio uh, interview. <laughs> no, I'm doing a radio interview. So I'm, I'm, I feel safe in that, that respect, but you better hurry because I'm waiting to see Abba. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're not sure what uh, Dick's referencing there, very sadly and actually quite shockingly, in Brisbane, uh, I think last night there was a, a lady, one of the Matildas, who during a live radio interview, boys, sitting in a car, sitting oh, in a car at night doing a soccer program, was carjacked live on air. And we were watching it. Attempted, attempted. Attempted. The scream that came out of her mouth was, was dead set scary. It was, it was she was actually doing stuff. an interview on SEN. Yeah, she was. She was doing an SEN yeah. Brisbane yeah, interview. It was on the Global SEN, Game, yeah. yeah, with Simon Hill. That's yeah. right. Uh, Alyssa can't have us. It wasn't. Mm. And, uh, they didn't get well, in, mate, so what happened? They, yeah, yeah, well, that's she did luckily lock her doors, and they came up to approach. They couldn't get yeah. in. They backed away, but it, it was chilling, and uh, thankfully she's well, okay. Yeah. She, she had been driving a Ford, it would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, think she was in a, I think she was in a V-dub from what I read. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> That'll do it. Maybe they, were, maybe they were upset about the pollution it was causing. <laughs> oh, come on. Stop that now. Stop that now. So, mate, mate. a 1,000 races, DJR, the Bathurst 1,000. What a milestone. I mean, uh, um, did you ever think in your mind, DJ, that you would ever see a, 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 a milestone like that? And did you ever think that you would be celebrating at the Bathurst 1,000? Well, you know, something you never, you never sort of, plan to do these sort of things but isn't it iconic how it sort of turns out where these things turn up at the weirdest possible times and and being the greatest race in the country and the Bathurst 1000 for us as a team to have a a thousandth race I think is 
pretty damn special. And and I tell you what, if you reckon you've seen a celebration at Bathurst, if we win this, you've never seen a celebration like it. I oh, can it'd tell be huge. You. Yeah, it'd, it'd be huge. It'd be massive. So is there anything uh, – obviously the boys tested today. Um, they had a bit of a pre-Bathurst test day. Um, and, I, you know, I, I th- give us a bit of a rundown on on how you think they went because they've been the, – the both guys have been very, very fast, especially from uh, Townsville and Darwin onwards and um, just probably haven't had the luck that, that you would uh, – I guess you'd hope, and they've, you know, I think, you know, going into Bathurst, um, there's been a couple of rounds that um, has been a bit of a, not a bogey track, but not not a strong DJR track, and Sandown really, for me, was one of them. They were super fast at Sandown, where you've normally been on the back foot to uh, to triple eight. Bathurst was a little bit like that too. What do you what do you think after the test day today and going into Bathurst, it's going to be like for DJR and the cars? Well, I think it's not only today, but certainly building up to this point where I think that um, uh, we obviously unlocked a couple of things on our cars, which I think will be very, uh, be very beneficial at Bathurst and, and certainly has been at, at Sandown, which has been a real bogey track for us for many, many years. And, and the same sort of thing at, in New Zealand, like um, we've always struggled a little bit at New Zealand, except when Scotty was there because the crowd got in there, but um, I think you'll find that um, I don't know. We'll just wait and see where Bathurst goes for us. But I'm I'm quietly confident that our cars are really going to be on the pace, mate. One of the things that they're definitely on the pace with is their look. You've done a uh, one of a handful of teams that's done a bit of a retro throwback livery. Yours, bit of a Johnson Johnson. Bit of a Johnson Johnson throwback. That's exactly. right. Exactly. Nineteen ninety-eight. El Falcon. Correct. The yep. year of the Johnson Johnson. Yep. Um, Remember it very, very well, I can assure you, because I remember when he got Liberace going to the forest elbow, you know, which to me wasn't wasn't the, the, the best eye on the on the on the calendar. But to be quite honest, I think the livery looks absolutely fabulous and really uh, makes the car look um, uh, really special because it, it'll stand out in amongst the crowd. Is it hard to convince your commercial partners to do something like that, DJ, or or were they all on board? Nobody convinces Ryan's story. He convinces everyone else. There you go. Yep. Good. Right, eh? And he's very persuasive at doing it too. He knows and, just the right way to and, do it. And not only that, he's very accurate because it, that for him is his very favourite livery. And and uh, to be quite honest, I think it's it's one that really does stand out and has done for many years. I was going to ask that. Is, is this a livery? Um, like how did you choose that? 98 livery what were there options on the table or was it always going to be the 98 oh there was a couple of ones that were you know kicked around the, in in the conversation but at the end of the day um you don't kick too many things too far with ryan you know you just you agree and because at the end of the day you know damn well he's always right and also um obviously ryan has been working closely with uh a good friend of mine, obviously a supporter and sponsor of mine and Jets in Scotty Yorston from SS Media, who and mine and yours, Matty, who did, yep. who did this livery yeah. and has done a lot of the DJR liveries, and I think he's done a, a fantastic job in um, getting it to work on a Mustang compared to what it was on the EL Falcon back in '98. 
it certainly has. And, and at the end of the day, you know, Scotty has done a magnificent job over the years for us in, in virtually every livery. But Ryan is the one who tweaks them, I can assure you, because he has a photographic memory from when he was about one year old to be able to tell you every single minor detail where this, no, that didn't look like that. It was like this and et cetera, et cetera. His, his attention to detail at, at a very young age is nothing short of spectacular. Well, uh, the livery seems to have uh, struck a chord with the audience. Like We've already had Zach from Canberra, who's a regular listener to the show. He's texting. He said, hey, boys, love to know while Dick's on, whose idea was it to run the 98 uh, retro livery uh, next weekend, which you said was Ryan's story there, Zach. He, uh, Zach has always thought it was the best shell livery. Uh, it is trans, and it's transferred incredibly well into the Mustang body, and it was a fantastic job. It actually has come across pretty strong. Like, if you were to roll that livery out now, TJ, even yep. though we're, you know, 20-odd years down the track, 20-plus years down the track, it's a livery that would still hold water today. So it's one of those timeless ones. It certainly is from from a point of view that when, when you've really got to take into account that um, we have been, uh, certainly I have been, um, in some way linked to Shell for the last 54 years. Wow. And uh, that, that, I think, is pretty special. And and they are very special people. They've, and they've gone through a lot of changes over those years, as we have. And uh, I think it's very, very fitting that we we give them a, a really good accolade for the fantastic liveries that we've had over the years because they've had to approve every single one of them. Well, you're, um, you're obviously going to Bathurst. You and Mum are going to go to Bathurst. Uh, by car, as you normally do, going to do a little bit of a road trip, but you're going to be on the road for a little while and you're going to do a, a bit of a round trip to Bathurst and a little bit further south. Um, obviously, uh, um, Jet, uh, your grandson, Jet, is going to be racing down at Winton uh, in November as well, so you're going to make a bit of a trip down there. I mean, what's uh, what's in store for this road trip? I mean, I know you, I'm a bit jealous because it's normally you and I do on the road trip, but it's you and mum this time. So what's, uh, what's in store apart from Bathurst, what's in store for, uh, for this road yeah. trip? Well, it's a bit of everything, mate, to be quite honest. I think that, um, uh, my beautiful Jilly has sort of organized all of this stuff. We're going to go end up at some stage in Canberra and go to the, the uh, war museum and all that sort of stuff and go to, I don't know what it is. Some, Jamal Abadi Wildlife Park will be as much fun as King. The tail on a chocolate frog for me, but you know, at the end of the day, she'll, you, you do these things that you know you, you please you please your partner, no matter whatever whatever goes. But I'm sure I enjoy every single bit of it because it's just being together is a real part and parcel of the whole deal. So, so, so um, I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of years will come out along the way. <laughs> so she so she's not taking you somewhere where you you're going to be walking through caves like you were in Darwin and and correcting the uh, correcting the tour guide on his mistakes. Oh dear. No 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 definitely not because I can walk I can walk further than she can so that's the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey DJ we've had we've had like we're getting smashed with text messages here about that uh, livery. We've got Greg from Upper Coomera. Hey Dick, loving the Bathurst livery and the merch. Has has the merch already been ordered? Is there going to be a special merchandise? No, drop the for merch this? has already been ordered. Oh, it already has. has. Greg's already ordered. Is what he's saying. Oh, he's already ordered. Yes. So there's a special merchandise oh. drop as well, boys. Yep. Well, mate, let me tell you. Like, if you could see my actions, it'd be 
off the end of my nose and over my head because I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know right. what happens? Dad just rolls up to work. Yeah, he walks in. Yeah, and he gets given a little, a little package in, a, in a, like a little clear bag, which is a new T-shirt. And you go, here you go, Dick. Here's a, here's a new shirt for you. And then he just bangs that on and wears it. Sound, sounds a little bit like you when you go into work. <laughs> Stevie J, <laughs> you go in and they go, Steve. Uh, here's a little shirt. Now go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff from Hamilton Hill, DJ. <laughs> Jeff from Hamilton Hills texting. He said, I, I am and I always will be a Holden boy, but got to say that the DJR retro livery for Bathurst looks amazing. Jeffrey, good on you, mate. Yeah. I, look, I think it's – in all the years that we've been doing retro boys, these retro liveries, yeah. I reckon this could this could be P1 on the grid for, for retro liveries, I reckon. It's a, it's a cracker, DJ. Well, it's up there. Yeah, it's up there, mate. And um... – I'm very pleased to see that everyone sort of likes it because uh, I, I just hope it's a winning one. Well, tell me about that. What do, what do we think the boys, what are the chances? I mean, obviously, I don't know about you. Will's kind of, and maybe he shouldn't have, but Will's kind of surprised me with his pace this year because um, I don't think I don't think um, Anton is slow. I just think Will looks like he may have stepped up a bit, Steve and Dick. I, his pace has been really, really strong. I'm actually expecting good things from him at Bathurst. Look, Will, Will has certainly clicked with with his engineer and and the people around him, which has really been very, very beneficial. And honestly, Will has an awful lot of speed. And let me tell you. Age means nothing. Yeah. In, in my eyes, age means absolutely nothing. All these people seem to think, oh, you get to 40 and you're screwed. Like, forget it. <laughs> like, people develop in, in, in different ways. What are you laughing at, you two? <laughs> well, the two I'm not the, laughing. I'm Matty's laughing. laughing. <laughs> I'm not. Because I've got to tell you, mate, when I hit 40, I felt screwed from every day on from there, and I'm nearly 50. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you, well, you, you now, the biggest problem you you got you were bending over too far. <laughs> I am but, fairly tall. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, you were saying Will's got honestly, Will's got great speed. Doing, he's got great speed, and will have in the next number of years, I'm sure, because he's he's the fittest guy in the field by far. Wow! And I think that his attitude and when he when he connects with people. It's amazing what you can get out of it. And do you know what? Anton is exactly the same. And he is, Anton will, his future is is going to be huge. Well, Will's, uh, Will's you know, as you said, Matty, it's definitely surprised a lot of people. Uh, you know, I don't think it's surprised me as much, but um, what I've known from being Will's teammate is that uh, the surrounding and the people around him means, uh, you know, they're the people that can get the best out of Will. Will yeah. Will's a person that needs the comfort, comforting around him. He needs the support around him. And, and if he's in a hostile environment, you won't get the best out of him, you know. And I think that uh, yeah. uh, he's he's in the right headspace. Um, I think when he did sign the uh, sign the deal to continue with DJR earlier this year, just before Darwin, I think it was, Dad, wasn't it? Just before Townsville, um, Dad, oh, just Dad, after yeah, yeah, just sure. after Townsville, you actually turned around to him and said, now, mate, you've signed this deal. Now, this doesn't mean that P5 or worse is acceptable. No. You can't slacken off. And he, he's, and to his credit, he's actually stepped up more. Yeah. So I think that's yep. a sign of will and, and just what 
the determination that he's got to not only prove people wrong, it's always good when you prove people wrong, but just for himself to uh, prove to people that, you know, he wasn't washed up like like everyone thought he was. And, um, you know, he's really taken it to probably one of the most talented guys in the field in Anton, well more than what people thought. Mm. No, it's 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 a really good vibe, I tell you, and the whole thing's working out extremely well at this point, and and I see a great future in uh, in not only Will, certainly Anton, but certainly Will as well, because he's uh, he's coming up with the numbers. Absolutely, yeah, and and long may he remain in the seat, um, mate. We're we're just about out of time. One last question, and uh, feel free to give us an exclusive on your son's radio program if you like. What is it, mate? It's not about. Child, it's not about childbirth and artificial insemination. Like <laughs> I've got no idea. No, 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 no. It is not about any any of that. But thank you for the visual, um, mate. How many more years have you got left in you to do this? How many times are we? How many more years are we going to see you making the road trip down to Bathurst or or out the back signing autographs? Have you have you thought about how much longer you've got? Because it's a big grind. Well, Mate, if I knew when I was going to die, I'd tell you. So, <laughs> so you're going to you're going to press on till you die. Uh, well, what else am I going to do? I just, you know, I I'm not into those funny looking car things. That, what are they driving down the road with a bloody flag and out of the back? That's not me. Oh, the, so, the, the scooter. mobility um, scooter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you know. And besides that, it's electric. Forget me. Yeah. Get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think while, you know, from my point of view, while Dad's still mobile, while he's still able to do what he can do, he wants to get out. I mean, the motor racing, he's, he's a born racer at heart and that's all he wants to do is just go motor racing. And he picks and chooses, Matty, to his races now. He doesn't go to some of the race meetings. He doesn't go to the ones he, he doesn't particularly like going to. Winton. He go. Oh, well, he'll be at Winton for his grandson later in the no, year. So, exactly right, and that's what I'm living for at the moment. It's you know our team and Jet. Not his son. Not your son. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, he's lived for me. It's all good. Hang he on, he, for Jet. He's part of the deal, but you know, he's he's in the middle there, and you know he knows. Because I believe that his ambition is to see the same as mine. Absolutely, yeah, and uh, and he's 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 cooking beautifully, young Jet. He is. Uh, we're uh, I'm commentating him this weekend at TA two down in Sydney, and I've watched him closely. And you know, because you're only going to get an, uh, one sort of answer um, from from you guys about him, but I he's cooking nicely. He's building nicely, I reckon, and. Yeah. Uh, be interesting to see what he does next year, but obviously this year I reckon he's going to take out that TA2 title and we've seen what he did in Trans Am and um, I look forward to seeing what he can do in the future. Yeah, me too. And I think, you know, it's just one of those situations you just got to give him every opportunity and that's what we're trying to do. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and... Uh, He's got just got to make the best of every opportunity, really, mm. doesn't he? Um, the opportunities that he is given. So, um, but DJ, um, it is well past uh, twenty past eight. Well past his bedtime. Well, pa- oh, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, this sort of time of night, you're watching the block. You're fifteen bourbons deep. You've had your chicken parmi for dinner and looking towards bed, mate. But we really appreciate the block, you. Be- the block. The block. Uh, no, I'll. 
Well, it's a blockhead. Well, a bunch of blockheads. Though. <laughs> but anyway, reality TV is is something special, mate, and we're not into something special. <laughs> what do you reckon, Jules? What do you reckon about that? Well, I would have thought that motorsport, live sport is the best reality TV going <laughs> round, Dick. <laughs> Especially when you're telling no, no, jokes from the cockpit, no, mate. No, bring on Abbott. Bring on Abbott. Bring on Abbott, uh, right Abba, mate. That's what we've got to do. Bring on Abbott. Right <laughs> well, I'll get your report from Abba, uh, how Abba was when I see you next, my friend. Oh, well, it's, it's a, a journey in the past. Good on you, Dick. Thank you, mate. Looking forward to it. This is a pretty sexy livery. We're going to see a bit of retro stuff on the grid too at Bathurst next week. And practice one at Bathurst will get underway at 11 o'clock on Thursday, October 6th. That was a good get, Steve. Did you go through DJR Media for that one? Yeah. <laughs> um, I may not have. I may have bypassed. Well, and, and interestingly, Jules, uh, we, do, uh, we do try to go through all the time yep. through the, mm. the right channels to get our guests. And I, and I must say that... Um, uh, Jack, our ninth producer here at the uh, at at the driver's seat, did go through DJR today, but did get the Tijuana brass. He got he? absolutely okay. palmed on the way yeah. through, saying, "Nah, mate." So we did have You're to try to up. do the right thing. Yeah, we did have to dial yeah. up Stevie J and say, hey, "Listen, mate, uh, do you reckon you can get the old man on?" So, well, um, I wanted to speak to him anyway about that thousandth race and yeah, delivery because that, that's pretty special, and that's yeah. that's something that this country's never seen. That's a first, and uh, uh, I think. The weekend at Bathurst for, for not only mum and dad, but for the whole DJR team, yep. plus the new owners, plus the new owners. Don't yep. forget, you know, Brett um, is – they're very passionate about what they're doing. They're going to be at Bathurst. So um, I think it's going to be a, a huge weekend. And what, what would top that off for me nicely would be to see a DJR car up the front and winning that race. Of course you do. Thousand texts coming in, 0433 We better take a break on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Yeah, the driver's seat, Steve Johnson, Matt McKeldin and Jules in the chair for Nims this evening. Hey, look, I need to defend my honour here. Tom and Toowoomba on the text line. <laughs> Said. So has Jill's been given a rundown on all the sound bites? <laughs> Obviously not as good on the intros as Nimsy. Well, Tom, I'm not on the tools tonight, my friend. No, he's not, uh, Tommy. No. And, in fact, Jules, uh, Tommy is a, a regular listener, and whenever Tommy texts in for seven years now, we've been going, Tommy! For Tommy! Tom, Tommy! If uh, Tommy in Toowoomba, he's a great guy. He comes down and sees us at Queensland Raceway with his young son. So good on you, Tommy. But no... Unfortunately, Jack and ninth producer, uh, sorry, Jack ninth producer and Jules do not have. So Jack's here with us. Yeah, Jack's here with us in the Queensland studio, the Jules palatial Queensland studio. Normally, Nimsy's yeah. in Melbourne. Well, he's on a couch. Yeah, right now. Well, he's actually. Still he's probably. Where is he, by the way? What? what oh, he was doing he a staycation. Right now, he's probably on the couch with his hands. He's facing his hands going, oh, my God, have a listen. I bet you say his hands in his, he's in his pants or something. Well, hey, you've met Nimsy, haven't you? He's probably – he's a bit I've of a train him, no. spotter, Al. Is he? Nimsy. Mm. Yeah, he loves a – he loves a he's, – he's one of those guys who gets up at 5 a.m. in the morning and goes down to the, the local train line, which I actually think he lives right next to, and watches the – you know, the – 
The locomotive. The five thirty is that right? coming in yes. from I don't yes, know. Four thirty eight to Wexford is yeah, exactly. Ten minutes over time. And then wax yeah. it up on the uh, socials. So he's not afraid of it. He'll go to a model train show. Then he'll go to a WWE wrestling match. Yes, he loves a WWF or E. When it, yeah, I, I, whatever. I yeah, it's yeah, so a whole, difference. Yeah. Hmm. Like Hulk Hogan, yeah, Hulk kind Hogan. Of stuff there. Yeah. He's a very cultured individual. Hey, I heard Dick just talk about the Jamala Wildlife Lodge. He Is didn't that sound that key, but I, can I tell you this, though? <laughs> According to the website, it has been designed to maximise the opportunity to subtly impress on its guests that everything possible should be done to ensure that these magnificent animals survive in the wild whilst providing its guests with a combination of luxury and adventure. Hopefully, that what uh, oh. <laughs> the great race on the hill where a kangaroo does an untimely <laughs> bounce across the track. <laughs> or last year, an echidna caused a red flag oh, up yeah. at uh, Forest Elbow. Yep. Get a bit of wildlife. It's a bit there. weird for Dow. I mean, you know, like he's hit more flora and fauna at Bathurst than any, and he's gone going oh, to a wildlife reserve. Like well, it doesn't make any sense. On Peter's most wanted list or something. No, they will yeah. run a mile if he drives in in the green falcon. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but what, how boys, good with it? He's smart. Yeah. He's smart because what did he finish off with? I just do what I'm told by my lovely wife, Jilly. Yep. Yeah, well played. And that's why yep. the man's been married for 51 years. And counting. And it's counting. so nice to see a couple of retro liveries on, on the grid. You know, and, and the thing about Bathurst, it's the one race, isn't it, that draws sort of the layman or, or the, the part-time watcher of the sport into it uh, once a year. And, yep. and it's a sport too that, uh, particularly this year too, boys, the trades on nostalgia given that we're going to have that shift to the Gen 3 cars next year. Yeah, mate, oh, mate, you almost sound educated it about does, supercars. See? You've done some research. I love your work, son. Um, Thanks, look, man. it is. We and, and last year at Bathurst, uh, Jules, we only had 50% capacity because we were still in that weird sort of yeah. COVID transition. Yep. So they're, they're saying that this year's Bathurst is potentially going to be a record breaker. I think the last time we set records was when we had Peter Brock's untimely passing and we had the celebration of mm. Peter at the mountain, But um, which I think is, is that 20 years celebration of that this year, Stevie 20, J? 20. Something like that. Um, but uh, it's going to be massive. It's going yep. to be absolutely massive on the mountain. All the, all the camping's sold out. We've got retro liveries. We've got um, we've got some great support categories there. Um, so I think it's, oh. it's, it's inverted – Commas, Stevie J, hopefully, back to normal. I, I heard that they've ramped up massively the security at Bathurst in the weeks coming up to the, the great race. Now, Jules, I don't know, you probably don't know this, but for years and years, you're only allowed to take in one, one slab, one I think, slab a day, yeah. right? Yeah, but it wasn't the old trick that they'd go a week before and bury it? Yeah, Correct. And GPS what? half the time it. they couldn't find it. Yeah, they GPS, no, they GPS, they, they oh, bury yeah. it and they GPS plot it so that yeah. they could go back and dig it up. <laughs> Yeah, right. So one slab a day. Once one slab a day. So you go for five days, you take five slabs. Are you kidding me? I couldn't well, do one slab in a month. I couldn't do five slabs a year. Hey, that was the old rule at, at the cricket ground. You could only bring one slab in when you could bring beers into the, wow. the cricket. Wow. Could, only, sorry, only one slab. Imagine that, three sessions of test cricket, getting through 24 games <laughs> in the baking hot sun, the melanoma drive, stand, as they call it. Three sessions of test cricket would oh. drive me to three slabs, yep. let me tell you. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything worse. Hey, um, right at the top of the show, uh, Jules, we said that our, our audience would keep you uh, relatively um, relatively honest. <laughs> so, so yes. far we've had Rob the Ranger from Candon. Good on you, Rob. Uh, Jules is not on the tools. That rhymes, LOL. <laughs> How long did it take you to think of that, Rob? <laughs> Love you, thank you. Rob is on fire. There was, uh, there was. I'm, I've got a very slow screen here for whatever reason tonight, but there was another one there that... Uh, oh, Peter from Moon to Bay. Peter this, from, this new see, bloke put, no, does realise that the Uber Eats are on him <laughs> yeah. tonight. So Peter's been with us for a number of years as well. Good on you, Pete. Uh, usually comes in with some stuff that we can't. 
broadcast on air for for mm. fear of uh, of getting sued and sacked. And just in in uh, relation to some of those um, those retro liveries, Zach from Canberra has come back in and he said, yep. as much as he loves the '98 DJR throwback, it's hard to top Scotty Bro- uh, Scotty Pie's Brock '94 throwback. Absolutely from 2017. And a shout out to uh, Premier Racing for their 95 Wayne Gardner Racing throwback two for this year. Hey, Zach, I reckon the Coke car looks outstanding. It does. It's, it's, um, it throws back to a time when uh, Supercars was absolutely on its rise. And I think that it's, it's, it was on a VR Commodore from memory, Stevie J. Yep. And I, it has transposed across to the, the ZB brilliantly. In fact, in my opinion, I reckon they should have run that when they first started the sponsorship with mm. uh, with our good mate Crispy back this year. But oh, that's a that's a cracker, Zach. You're 100. percent Now we're naturally are we always behind time on this program. Is that how it generally works? Well, yeah, pretty. Yeah, We've only yeah because you so, said no, we're going to time out idea, at 8:37. Right? So uh, which you know. okay, that gives me about 14 <laughs> seconds. So let, let's run this up the flagpole during the break. Uh, big news this week, boys. Championship leader SVG mm-hmm. confirmed he's in early talks about making a debut in NASCAR. That's going to be interesting. Well, that's something that we have, and there's many people that are, that want to see that happen, just to see what it's like. Yeah, it'll be obviously a street race. Um, it was the new. I can't remember where it said. I did read it somewhere, but it's a new. I think it's Chicago a new street race. Chicago, Chicago street race. Yep. Yes, uh-huh. which no one's got any experience on. Which would be very cool. Which would be good yeah. for him because that'll give him a bit of a leveler. Yep. And it's with a tra- it's with a team called Trackhouse, and they're running a program this year where they're going to run various drivers from High categories drivers around, around the world. world. Yep. So Kimi Raikkonen had his had a race uh, only about a month ago. He you was the you first. You want to drink, Kimi? You want yeah. to drink? <laughs> that would have been an exciting oh, debrief. Yeah. <laughs> These things are yes, shit. Uh, the, uh, hey, 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 very good hey, give it to me, steering wheel, steering wheel. Well, maybe SVG could give old mate out Marcus Ambrose a call. I, I, yeah, he had a bit of success, he didn't he, Marcus, in, in NASCAR? He was Where is he at, now? Is he oh, yeah. retired in Tasmania or something? He was good at punching on the pits, Marcus was. was. Yeah, he no, was. Marcus was really strong. And, in fact, yeah. some of his um, some of his colleagues of the day say that if, if he was given – only just happened recently. If if Marcus had been given a decent car, Jules, they reckon that he'd still be racing. And it, was someone like, it. it was someone like Kevin Harvick or yeah, someone like that. it was that. Kevin Harvick. Was it? Um, and he would have a lot more wins and he'd still be racing successfully up the front. So uh, if you're SVG and you're getting a, uh, a crack at having a NASCAR, the first call I'm making is to – is to Marcus Ambrose, and they say, take me through it. So uh, it'll be great to see if Trackhouse give him the run. They're talking about next year and possibly the week before the scheduled Townsville race next year at the uh, new Chicago Street Race. So that'll be very cool to see. Plus, you like to see our drive sort of punch on on the world stage too, don't you? Not not well, literally Marcus Ambrose style, but you know what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah, so. Aussies, are, Aussies yeah. don't know how to – we're pretty good at throwing a punch. So, you know. Let's get them up there. Get them out there. Let's give it a crack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 04, 04, see, I could get about a thousand different text messages. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven. Is that right? Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. The driver's seat, thanks to Kubota for over forty years, have been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Kimi Räikkönen in a NASCAR. Yeah. Mm. In a NASCAR. Do you reckon he was signed an autograph? I don't know. Nah. You reckon they recognise him in the states? Ah. Uh, well, Ricardo is probably the most recognisable F1 driver. Yeah, sorry, Lewis as well. Yeah, I reckon the two of them would be one two ahead of Max. Drive to Survive has put yep. them all on the map. Yep. Yeah, to be quite frank, they'd have known Kimi because Kimi was part of. Drive but none to of survive. the F1 drivers will do it while they're driving F1. No, there's no. no chance. No, no, no. 
No, he, he drove some rallies too, I think, Kimmy, for a while. Kimmy drove some rallies. Yeah, he yeah. took a year off in uh, Formula One. He went off and rallied and came back and started driving for Ferrari. So, I mean, he's mm. finished, right? Mm. You know, they can drive anything. Finish or finished? Finish. Okay, fin- yes. Not finished. Finish. Well, he's probably finished from, as from well. From Finland. Very exciting interview. A great tradition of racing. I was a Mika Hakkinen man myself. A little more, yeah, good personality for a fin. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. Mick had a great personality. Has a great personality. Mm. Yeah. 04 double three 98 11 16. A break and back with more the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. A uh, very savoury text message from Peter at Moonta Bay. Uh, my texts are always clean. It's almost like, you know, when somebody says, you know, no disrespect, they're about to disrespect you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, texts are clean. <laughs> yeah. And I've just read the rest of that, Peter, and uh, thank you. We'll share that laugh off here. Or, or when can. someone says to you, now, I don't want you to worry, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, oh, good. <laughs> Yeah, well, what about, I'm not racist, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, This is the driver's seat. Steve Johnson, Matt McKeldin, Jules in the chair for DBZ this week. Uh, let's have a look at some open wheelers, boys. Singapore Grand Prix on this weekend. Uh, Max Verstappen, uh, yeah, look, if he wins, he's going to claim his second world championship. It's his to lose. And deserves it. You know, the, oh, it does. Yeah. You know, the whole team, the whole Red Bull team, um, given that they focused last year, Stevie J, on very much winning that championship and didn't put a huge amount of development into this new car, um, for this new car to be so good and for him to be driving it so well, uh, he absolutely deserves this championship. I'd be really surprised, Jules and Stevie J, if he doesn't. And welcome back to the Singapore Grand Prix. Of course, been, two years? Mm. been away and uh, put on the shelf for the COVID. And, uh, when was the last one, 2019? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I reckon so. And um, so welcome back to it because it is a cracking race, night race, obviously, and usually. They, they reckon, the drivers reckon it's one of the hardest races that they do in the in the championship because of the heat as well because of the, the heat like and the yeah, length yeah, of the yeah. race yeah. yeah um it's two it's well just over two hours in the car or two and a quarter hours and and hot so it's it's physically the most demanding that they go to which surprises me but being a night race and well if you look at a lot of the socials at the moment they're concentrating on a lot of their training what they've been doing and they've all been in these like sweatsuits boys in in saunas on bicycles and and doing all that sort of stuff. It's it's going to be. Oh, it reminds me of the sweatsuits that you see on Jackass. It's no good. <laughs> <laughs> That's just oh, smelled yeah, delightful, they, oh, wouldn't they? Oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. When they wring the sweat out oh. and dr- oh dear, That's oh, so dear. Gross, that is so. Not gross. happy, Jack. Correct. Hey, we got a sample. We got a sample. We got a sample. Jack, the next producer. Know, his so, way onto so the field. Feel free to use that Matt McKeldin into the wall at any time tonight, too. <laughs> oh, I've got to hear this. Oh, have you? I've got to hear this. Oh, he's just dropped the wheel off. Oh. Matt McKeldin, that's a <laughs> tough mistake that ended up in a nasty crash. <laughs> a lucky McKel- man. That's McKeldrin. a new one. That's yeah. a new Mate, one. That's McKeldrin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah so that's okay. a new soundbite. And yeah. uh, normally there's another one that we've got of... Uh, Andrew Jones at Townsville, I think, or somewhere into the wall. Um, but into the wall for Matt McKellar. That one, on. that one there was from Phillip Island dropping a rear left off the end of turn one. Oh, uh, destroyed BMW? Yeah, BMW. So yeah. anyway. Sorry, Beric. So, yes, Jules and Jack had a couple of accidents. A couple mm. of bins, a bit, a bit of media around that. The boys that's, why, to... that's why he stumbles in his speech every now and then. So don't hold that against him, fellas. <laughs> well, listen, you know, listen, when Max first started, they called him Crash Verstappen, didn't they? <laughs> they I mean, did. He, he, he was barely out of the womb. He was like 16. He was testing F1s, I think. But oh, 116. Oh, on the inside of Vettel. They no, have touched. Max. That was inevitable. <laughs>
<laughs> no, what mate. about in Drives to Survive where Lewis goes, this guy's effing crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, him. mate, absolutely. Yeah, so, oh, he's, uh, he's a madman. I reckon, boys, just onto, onto F1, um, I reckon uh, this could be something that Mercedes – it could be a race where Mercedes do pretty well, I reckon. Yeah, George, is, George Russell said as much. Yeah, at said, Singapore. Yeah, nice yeah, at yeah. Singapore. Yeah. So uh, their, their car, I think if, if we remember through a couple of the um, – couple of the bumpy street races this year, they seem to do pretty well. Um, the engine's a little bit down on power, and this is not a power circuit. This is a handling circuit. Mm. So I, it's going to be interesting to see how they go. They struggled in places like Mons or anything that's got – anything that sucks the car down to the ground for a very long period of time, that's where they get that porpoising, or as Mrs. Mack calls it, the porpoising. Um, so uh, <laughs> this, this, could be, this could be really good, and if – I, I mean, I'd I'd love to they're see. They're still Georgie. not going to have. They're still going to have the pace of Red Bull. I don't think. No, I don't. I think I don't. I, I totally agree with you. But I think there could be much closer. Yep. And I reckon I would love to see Georgie get in there and throw a couple of belts at Max Verstappen. I'd love to see those two have a real crack. Uh, just quickly before we get to a break, uh, a quick change next year to the grid. Six sprint races up from the three. Do you like this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, we've got to remember, folks, that we are in an entertainment game and I have never seen a boring sprint race weekend. So um, I've well, seen... Well, Danny Rigg won Monza last year off a sprint race. Mm. Correct. Yeah, yeah, correct. So um, uh, there have been plenty and I've been openly critical over the last number of years, Stevie J, about how Formula One can be brain-snappingly boring. Um, but with a with a sprint race weekend, which is what the FIA and Formula One have come to the conclusion of, which is why they've done the sprint racing, is to is to spice it up, and it, and typically you get racing. So I'd be happy if they made every weekend sprint racing for mine. Um, I'd be interested to see what people uh, people think about that, but I'd 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 love to see it. But I'm surprised. It. So, sorry, I'm surprised to see them, as in the drivers, go so hard in the sprint race. Um, some, I would have thought some of them might have just been just a little bit, you know, complacent and just to get through it. But no, they, they go hammer and tong. Yeah. It's in the DNA though, isn't it? Mm. You know, what did Santa say? If you see a gap, you don't go for it. You're no longer a race car driver. That's you know, it. That carries through. They just want to be the fastest. You're racing the clock as well. Keep those texts coming in. Break them back with more of the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Plenty of text coming through, 0433 16. What do we have, boys? Well, I better, I better read one quickly. We've only got 20 seconds. Mm. Uh, Pete from Cranbourne. <laughs> hey, hey, Pete, how are you, mate? Stevie J, with the reveals of DJR's throwback liveries in recent years, does it make you sentimental towards the cars that carried them back in the day? It actually does. It actually makes me happy because... Uh, it just shows to me that the history and, and the past hasn't been forgotten. And I think that, for me, I love that. I love the look of the cars, and it does bring back some great memories from back in those days. Yep, they look great. We've got a break coming up. One hour down, one hour to go on the other side of this. We're going to discuss these plans about running the Gold Coast 500 at night. We'll run the rule over the IndyCar calendar as well and plenty more. You are on the driver's seat this Wednesday night right across the SEN network. We've got Matt McKeld and Steve Johnson. I'm Julian King in the chair for NIMS. Don't go anywhere.
this year's smiling. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It is the driver's seat with Steve Johnson, Matt McKildren, and Jill's in the chair for <laughs> DMs this Wednesday evening, 0433981116. Now, we're going to talk about Gold Coast 500 night races. Mm. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Hey, can I just say something before we get into that? Um, the texter that said that I might shout for Uber Eats, did you know that I think I read a stat, one in 10 Uber Eats deliveries in the States go missing? One in 10. One in 10? One in 10, yeah. And, and people are told horror stories about that. Okay. You see them coming down the street, and they're looking through the blinds, and they slow down, see the house, and then <laughs> they just take off. I, said, I feel like some gyozas tonight. I might, if you don't mind. And it happens all the time. It happened to us, actually. We rang the restaurant. Yeah, we'll just refund you. They didn't even argue the point. It must happen that often. Yeah. Wow. A little, little known so, fact about the McKeldron household. Uh, I have never ordered Uber Eats. Not once, not a DoorDash, right? not an Uber Eats, not a... Not a menu log? Not a menu log, not a Katy Perry menu log. No, oh, That is the worst Ooh. out on television. Isn't it the worst? Oh, and I woke up this horrible. morning She's and I had <laughs> I woke up this morning, threw on the uh, Channel 9 News straight away, and bang, straight into the menu log ad from uh, from Katy Perry. In my head all day. Ring-a-ding, ding See, it's back. Good on you, Jules. So you've never got it. You've had a few drive-thrus in your time, though. Uh, no, I'm, mate, <laughs> I'm super yeah. boring. I don't... Uh, for the amount of – I have no problems hitting walls in race cars. I don't need to add alcohol to that as well. So mm. I'm actually – I'm a non-smoker, non-drinker, non-drug taker and uh, a non-Uber eater. You sound like a thrill at <laughs> parties. Oh, mate, I'm a huge thrill. I'm like just, the Deli M's, mate, which I'm, I'm watching on the screens uh, of SEN well, here. Ca- would you care to give our listeners an update? Uh, no, I have no idea what I'm watching. I just like what I'm seeing. Oh, okay. Uh, I can it, tell you after <laughs> 19 rounds, Nico Hines leads 26 points ahead of Ben Hunt from the Dragons on 25. Todd Payton, no big surprises, named Coach of the Year, and his star second row, Jeremiah Nanai, named Rookie of the Year. Right. How was that? All, well, thank you for that. All I saw That's was right. Jess Yates presenting. She does and, good work, uh, Jess Yates. <laughs> and, and that sort of captured my attention because we're a bit of fans of Jess Yates here at the driver's seat. Why did you start <laughs> yelling Yoplay? Stupid. <laughs> 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 Someone take his mic off him, seriously. You're going to get a phone call from senior management after that one, my friend. Hey, just before we talk Gold Coast uh, 500, can can I just say one more quick word on Daniel Ricciardo? Please do. I just want to mention him, the the bloke is class. Uh, Oscar Piastri thought, he he didn't know what Daniel thought of him after that controversial move to McLaren. Mm -hmm. He said Daniel actually got in touch with him. He said, mate, no hard feelings. You deserve to be on the grid. and, And it's great that you're on the grid for 2023. Best of luck. Oh, he is absolutely all class as Jesse Yates comes back onto the screen. And uh, i got to tell you that um, I think Dan has got 23, millions, 23 million reasons why he's happy to vacate that seat. Mm. I don't, you don't want to be there anymore. You know, like when you break up with a, with a person and you're in a relationship and then you see the new person coming in through the front door, you kind of give them a slap on the shoulder and when it's specifically. Good luck, pal. Good yeah. luck, pal, on uh, on your way in there. I, I don't think he wants to be there. Um, I think it's hurt him. I think it's hurt his career. Um, it's great for Piastri to be in there. I don't like the way it all happened. That was all very messy and ugly. But um, at the end of the day, yeah, Danny Rick's all class. He is mm. absolutely all class. You'll never find a... A bad word said about Danny Rick. 
So yeah, he's so marketable. You know, imagine that just little slap on the shoulder, Oscar Piastri. Yeah, enjoy that front loose end, buddy. <laughs> enjoy it, mate. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's on board. Good luck hitting that apex. Absolutely. Good luck with that understeer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good luck on that turn in, pal. And then try explain that to your to your uh, engineers who have never driven race cars. Good luck. Mm. Now the Boost Mobile Gold Coast 500 returning to Surfers Paradise October 28 to 30, the first time since 2019, and with it returns the plan to have the race at night. Do you like yes. this circuit? Do you boys like this? Love it. I love it. Yep. Yep. We both race it ma- there. It makes for good television, I have to say. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think, and I still love the original circuit, but that obviously can't be, no. can't be used now because of the, the tram line. But, um, yeah. you know, it's just – it's not just the circuit, although the circuit's really uh, demanding. Uh, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's rewarding. It's, it's unforgiving, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that's what makes it so good. But also – it's just the it's just the crowd. It's the people. It's mm. the it's the atmosphere. It's the parties. It's everything that that happens there that weekend that really makes the event. You know, you you get out of your car, you do your debriefs, you walk around, you do your appearances, mm. and just the people around. You know, getting autographs and and having a good time. You know, <laughs> you see plenty of people that have had plenty 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 <laughs> of good times, <laughs> plenty of uh, alcoholic <laughs> beverages. But it's just it's just good fun. And generally, for the most part. Everyone's really well behaved. So yeah, it's it's a ripper race, and I think we've got night racing at Sydney Motorsport Park. We've got night racing in Perth. Yep. This lends itself, boys, to a circuit that you couldn't get a better circuit to yep. to race yep. on at night. Uh, my biggest concern is when it's going to be scheduled and the weather as well, because you know when we get those October November storms up here on the Gold Coast, mm. they're pretty heavy. Typically in the and they afternoon, do come in late afternoon, don't they? They come in late afternoon, so that's going to be you know right in the firing line of when cars are on track. But um, I think it adds to the spectacle. Um, the race has changed, Jules. In years gone by, Stevie J and I will tell you absolutely, we probably should be arrested for some of the stuff we've got up to in those years. It was schoolies for adults in the old days, um, and then the government <laughs> canned all of that. Uh, but um, So bringing it as a night race is going to bring more entertainment, more atmosphere, more people, uh, and I'm just glad it's back. It was, it's been put on the back burner, obviously, because of uh, COVID and coronavirus. Um, so to have it back will be outstanding. We'll be we'll be there, Stevie J. You're not racing, are you? Not racing, no. So no. I'll uh, you drive I'll through there. Johnson there with anyone? No, no, I'm not. Dri- I, I might be. I might be in a specific uh, unit, a private Whoa. unit, with a few friends. Scotty Mack, maybe there, and we might just be having a just a little quiet. boys boys Scotty party. Mack. Yeah, yeah so. Scotty Mack. So we should get the mm. Indy cars back to the Gold Coast. Oh, Already. it would be, Jules, it would be absolutely sensational. If you've never stood yeah. beside the track at, at the Gold Coast Indian and listened to those things roar through the streets, it was just sensational. But uh, the way of the world now, too expensive. Just yeah. way too expensive. And uh, unfortunately, our Premier up here is uh, not going to spring. Quite, quite, She's very, well, in the cash. We've got everything else. In the cash. You've got Olympic Games coming up, don't you? We do have an Olympic Games. just had a Com Games in 2018. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. All right? Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. No cash. So that's what Pallet Jack is saying. Yeah, but have a look at here. Zach from Canberra just messaged in about that. Yes, yes, yes. Gold Coast needs something to make it unique. Now it's an enduro and not an IndyCar round, obviously. So a night race will be spec. Bloody tacular. And I think he's absolutely right. Gold Coast needs to be Supercar's answer to the Vegas GP. Glitz and glamour in a stunning setting. And I reckon a night race there with everything going off with pyrotechnics and, and all that happening, I think it would be one of the coolest looking races um, that you could televise. 
Oh. With a well-placed zebra crossing with uh, you know, the lollipop man being Warwick Kappa. Famously <laughs> Absolutely. Like a, a hey, lollipop. boys, we've just had a text come in that we haven't had for like ever, for ages, from uh, um, a really brave texter as well from 053. Good on you, 053. Thanks for putting your name to this one. Two hours of this drive show. Come on, fellas. Know where you're not wanted. Not only is it not a sport, but a terrible, terrible spectacle creating mindless pollution. Good on you, 053. Not happy, Jack! Oh, <laughs> we love it when we get a text like that. Hey, you know what you can do, 053, without me wishing to get sacked? Feel free to go to another station. Not a problem if you don't like motorsport, if you like soccer or AFL, they're finished. Switch NRL, on, switch on 502, and oh, actually, yeah. no, you wouldn't probably have Fox. Um, I'm sure Maybe. we do. We cover lawn bowls, boys. I don't know. Maybe we should have a crack at that. You know what we should do? We should actually have a crack at watching grass grow. That's yeah. the thing is, right? They, they want to complain about the program, but he still spends two hours listening to the program. Yeah, yeah that's right. and sending and, a text and summons the energy to cares enough to send a text. And uh, thanks for putting your name to that. O five three, you're a cracker. Yeah. Um, evening, gents. Did I hear Jess Yates mentioned? Oh yes. Welcome to the driver's seat, Jules. That's from the Big G. Good on you, Big G. Hello, Big G. Good to yeah, hear Jessie from you, Yates, man. Uh, she's currently hosting the Dallium she is. Uh, medal night. I can tell you, Nico Hines, 29 points, jumped four clear of Ben Hunt on 25. That's round it's Tedesco, 21. Mate. So Tedesco, mate. getting close. Tedesco's, Tedesco's jumped into second now. now. Yeah. Smoky. Smoky. You mentioned there, Matty, a couple of floodlit events. So Sydney and Perth. Yep. Gold Coast would, if it happens, make it three. Do we need yep. more? Uh, uh, well, two, do we have the capacity to have more? We is probably the other question don't have the capacity unless uh, the Melbourne Grand Prix became a night race. Um, there is, I can't think, maybe Townsville as well could could be a night race. Typically, night races work where they're street circuits. Um, having said that, yeah. SMP is not a street circuit, nor is Perth. But um, th- they have governments that were able to tip in the cash and, and great drivers clubs that were able to tip in the cash to get them done. Um, but... I think anything that's a street race lends itself, to be quite frank. Um, we always talk in the business of motorsport, you've got to take the sport to the people. Um, very difficult when you've got a sport like ours to have it out in the middle of absolutely nowhere, which is what you'll find with Taylor and Ben. Str- they struggle to get a crowd. But as soon as you go to a street circuit, Stevie J, maybe Adelaide 500 that's making Adelaide a could be. glorious return yep. for the final round of our season, maybe Newcastle. I, look, if, if they were able to buy the infrastructure jewels and haul it round and set it up as a mm. as a mainstay, I think any street race should be made into a into a night race. I just think it works perfectly. It's hand in glove stuff. Uh, Steve, well, a question for both of you, but and this is coming from a a position of ignorance. Okay, so you compare the different tracks. How difficult is it to make that transition? Just in terms of, I guess, sort of picking your landmarks and things like that off in the distance. Do you mean from a from a normal? Um, yeah, you know, truck like say Phillip Island compared to a street circuit. Is that so, what? Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you you do end up getting um, street circuits have got different characteristics, so they've got different bumps, different. You know, they've got lines painted on the road, so you can quite easily uh, pick a mark on the road. Um, usually, usually, like in in the past when I've raced on the same weekend as Matty Mack, you can just start breaking where his lockup marks start <laughs> before he goes into the fence. <laughs> So, but you know, <laughs> I didn't hit the wall at the Gold Coast. <laughs> I was good there. But you know, you you get those. But you you, you know, mate, you get those marks. You can you can you get those um, the reminders, you know, reminders, or, reminders, or even yeah. even on the wall, there's certain uh, you know sponsors painted on walls mm-hmm. where a wall might change from red to white. You know, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good marker for for breaking. One thing and one little tip for all the 
budding race drivers out there. Oh, from Uncle Stevie. Yeah, yeah, from right Uncle on. Stevie. When you're uh, when you're in the car and you say you've got some sort of a a bridge or a structure in front of you, uh, like a walk bridge, um, don't use the shadow for the walk bridge uh, breaking marker because as the day goes on, <laughs> it <change>. moves. <laughs> <That'll> change. <laughs> That's very really funny. And the other thing, Jules, is being street circuits as opposed to a normal a normal circuit. A normal circuit, typically um, you've got a predictable type surface. When you go to a street circus, a circuit, that, that road surface has been – driven on by trucks and cars and oil and this, that, yeah. and the other thing. So it takes you definitely a session or two to be able to work out exactly what sort of track you're, yep. you're working with. But, you know, Adelaide 500, Gold Coast, um, Newcastle, uh, Townsville, we've got some ripper street tracks, mm. um, uh, street courses, road courses, whatever you call them, street courses in, in Australia. And, and now that COVID's gone, by the look of it, we're going to get our glory days back of those circuits. So I'd make them all night's all night circuits if I uh, if we had to go. Um, boys, I am 400 metres from the track. I listen to you blokes religiously. Surely you could get me a ticket and I couldn't change and I couldn't change a tyre. Steve from the Gold Coast. And we could actually do a, a show at his place. He says you could host at my place at Bud's Beach. There you go. Just around, just, just. Uh... Outside broadcast at Steve's joint. Well, Maybe. well, there is still... What do you got to serve up though, Steve? You need to do it. Look, a lot of people are willing to. $300. Company Airbnb for one of a better two. What do you got for us, Steve? Yeah, what are you going to serve up on the? Uh, yeah, what, where, where are you going to be? Because just don't forget, Steve, as we detailed a couple of weeks ago, when Steve Johnson was away skiing, he only eats three hundred dollar tomahawk steaks. That was so, my anniversary. So you, oh, better... I was special. I was keeping the wife happy. <laughs> we always. When was his? When was your anniversary? Uh, when we were skiing. So it was only a couple of months. Well, a month ago, maybe. Mm, yeah, 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 about yeah, a month yeah. ago. So yeah, so I was down. We were down at Threadbow, and um, yeah, so we uh, we had a little special dinner out. You did, and called into the show. Yeah, well, actually, that was sh- very funny. Yeah, the, the show called. <laughs> that went me. down well with the <laughs> trouble and strife. Just, hey? yeah. just got to check in with work, honey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, just, anniversary. Just got a text in from number five six eight. Uh, love the show. Love motorsport. Love making heaps of carbons while driving my V eight. <laughs> that was in answer to our um, our person that doesn't really enjoy. Yeah, our two from, hours from from 053. 053 and uh and lots of dribble. Uh boys, Tommy from Hobart again with the Tony Quinn pumping cash into the Queensland Raceway and the past production car night races. Surely it makes sense for a night round at Ipswich. Hey Tommy, could be done. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got some done. infrastructure out there. Um And it's not a hard track to light up, too. No. You know, I mean we've got some info here. Four hundred and eighty nine light towers to go around surface to make that Lit up for a night Jeez, race. You wouldn't need that at Queensland Raceway. No. And I tell you, on six another... Six corners? <laughs> six light towers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on another point, though, what I like about night racing, Jules, is that, you know, during the day, we're all busy, right? We've all got kids. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have kids, producer number nine? I've got two. you got two. There you go. So, yeah. you know, we're all off doing sports and footy and shopping and ballet and other bits and pieces. What night racing gives punters the opportunity is to get through all that sort of stuff and then go to the race. You can still take your kids and the family at three thirty, four o'clock and go and have a night's entertainment. And then usually with supercars, there's a concert or something like that that you can attend after mm. that. So that's one of the reasons I love the night racing too is because you can really involve kids and families and, and all that sort of stuff. you just got to be careful that you don't start drinking at like 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock in the Good morning. Good head start. Because by <laughs> 9 o'clock at night, you're yeah. trolling yeah, you're and you're not watching anything. <laughs> not, I feel going to try that next Sunday. I think quite a lot are going to try that next Sunday. That sounds like a dare. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. So. yes. If you're going to Bathurst, oh, 9 o'clock drinking in the morning on Bathurst, mm. you're probably you're late to the party, I reckon. 
They start. What at a nine a.m. start? Yeah, they what, they what shot. Time do they gun. kick off. They no, shot gun they, straight away. Yeah, they're, they're on it at first light. They're on it first light. Yeah, sun up. They're on it. Yep, till sundown. Usually, yeah, I, I remember a, a school excursion at Bathurst uh, would have been year seven, year eight, and uh, everyone's excited. I'm going to take the bus around Mount Panorama. I go, you're beauty. How good is this going to be? Thinking that he's got to floor it oh, as much as he can in a bus. And I kid you not, we're going about twenty k. Oh, the sheep were overtaking us. It was a really, it was a really disappointing trip. But, you know, my first genuine experience of, of supercars, of V8s, was. Was two thousand and three at the F one Grand Prix. There you go. I used to race them. And the thing about it is, what people don't realise, it's a much better spectacle live. Just, just the noise, the grunt of it, the flames that come out, and the you know, nut, it, real genuine racing. And and it was brilliant what they did. And this is what Australia does so well in motorsport. But and I can only speak for the F one circuit. There's a lot of stuff happening in between. So a lot of the time in Europe, you get gaps of a few hours. You know, you got testing and just nothing. Yep. We had stunt bikes, we had go-karts, you got the V8s doing their, yep. their round. And then and then what they did, they did this um, this race between a Formula One car. I think it was a BMW-sponsored event. Yeah, speed comparison. And they had the, um, yes, the speed comparison. They had the, the supercar, which, uh, who was driving it? Might have been. been what Russ, year was this? Oath, was it Russell Ingle? Might have been Ringle back in yeah, uh, 2003. Yep. And then they had like a standard, I don't know, might have been an old 318i or something like that. And they, and they handicapped the start. Right. So they yes. run two across the weekend. Race one. It was the BMW road car that won. Race two, it was the F1 car that won. One of the test drives. Mm-hmm. I think it was Williams at the BMW entrance Would have at been. the time. Yep. And it's just phenomenal. You sit in one of the corners and you see this little free one at eye just sort of casually just rolling <laughs> to the corners, quiet as a church mouse. <laughs> and then you see this big dirty bear, you know, yeah, getting all yeah. the grunt. And then this F1 car comes and it just, the acceleration out of the corner and just the, just the cornering, the, the pickup is frightening and the noise and the squealing. As Russell, he said, you know, I come around the Ben Albert Park, I can see the finish line, how good is this? Nothing in the rear view mirror. Next yep. thing you know, I look out my window and there's this open wheel right beside me. Yep. It was just incredible. And they still do it to this day. They still do a speed comparison to this day. They've used Mercedes-Benz, they've used Ferraris, they've done a whole Minardis. bunch of Minardis, they've done a whole bunch of stuff. Over the years, and it is it is one of the entertainment um, things that you get at a Grand Prix. And you're right, motorsport is a is a uh, a sport that smacks you right in the senses. Um, the smell, the sight, mm. the speed, the the the, the, sound, the sound, all that kind of stuff. Whether it's a you know whether it's an F1 car or um, or probably not F1 cars anymore because they sound like. Dyson hair dryers. Yeah, it's but, disappointing. Uh, but a supercar, a supercar, or twenty-four supercars around the Gold Coast is is always a good sound. Um, we've had a text message, boys, uh, from Tracy. Hello, Tracy. I like your two-hour dribble, and I know absolutely nothing about car racing. <laughs> yeah. Get on you, Trace. You fit right in this program. Ace to see your face at the place, Trace. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Ace to see your face in the place, Trace. Pick the radio guy. To... Hit the radio. <laughs> You're on the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin, with Noah, Steve Johnson, and Jules of the Cheerful Dims. We'll take a break. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat with uh, Matty McKeldin, Steve Johnson, Jules in the chair for NIMS. Keep those texts coming in 0433 We're going to get back to Steve from the Gold Coast because he's got a way of <laughs> enticing us to, to do an OB from there. But before that, uh, oh, Nico Hines, by the way, has claimed the Dahlia medal for 2022. So well done to the Cronulla Sharks halfback. The IndyCar boys, the calendar's been released. Oh, he gets, he gets 17 the race calendar audience. in 
2023. Mm. So the split remains we uh, seven road that. course races. He yes. was, he was, is he, is he halfback sorry, sorry or fullback? Sorry to Jules. No, he's a halfback. Oh, he's a halfback. So, so when he was at Melbourne, he was a, sort of a bench player and played a lot of fullback. Mm. Uh, but he played. He grew up playing in the halves as a junior. And he was enticed over to Cronulla by new coach Craig Fitzgibbon. He wanted to give it a shake in, in the number seven and Boom. give it a shake. He Why? has. They finished second in the regular season, and now he's claimed the Dallium. So well done, Good to on him. So couldn't get, a, hit, couldn't get a start at Melbourne, a regular start at Melbourne, and he's got well, a shot. Look, he, he, he got a start every week. Uh, it didn't necessarily start in the in the thirteen. Um, um, okay. Yeah, he was stuck behind Ryan Pappenhausen and of course uh, Jerome Hughes, but. It was a good career move yeah, for Nico Hines. Good for him. He's got a hint, got got a hint of the uh, the Heath Ledgers about it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's he got does. a he has got a hair. touch of the Heath Ledgers, hasn't he? And who's the who's the bloke that used to do uh, rugby union uh, with hair like that? He was a big bloke. Um, oh, Nick Cummins, the honey yeah, badger, the honey badger, not, honey not badger. Daniel Gricardo, the other honey yeah, badger, the, other, the, the original honey badger. He's got a, he's got a touch badger. about that, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. Anyway, this is a bit less ranger. Radio's radio's voice. Seventeen race (laughs) season, twenty twenty three. Split remains seven road course races, five on street circuits, five on ovals, including uh, the double header at Iowa Speedway. Sensational. You wouldn't know this about me, Jules, but I rate this as the number one category in the world. IndyCar racing. Yep, absolutely. But peas all over. Formula One, I reckon. Mm. Uh, there is rarely a bad race in IndyCar. And I think, Stevie J, because of the combination of ovals, road courses and street tracks, it plays to a bunch of different strengths on different teams and different drivers. So, um, uh, you know, we look at Will Power this year. He wasn't over – even though he won the championship, he wasn't super strong on any of them. He was just really good at all of them. Mm. Whereas you look very at – Very consistent. Very consistent. Whereas you look at um, some other drivers and they'll smash it on the oval. They'll just do such good things on the oval like uh, – I'll come up – Tony Canaan. You put Tony Canaan on an oval, unbelievable. Marcus Ericsson. Marcus Ericsson on an oval won the Indy 500. Brilliant. But he hasn't really been – Awesome on road courses. No. And which then, is unusual because he's, he's background is road courses. Yeah. Yeah. Road courses for the uninitiated are basically a permanent track and street courses yeah. are like what we have. Like, on the well, he's road. from F1. Yeah. So I, I think, um, I think boys, Indy create a brilliant calendar. A couple of standouts for me. I love Nashville. It's a new race mm-hmm. in the last two years. It's a street course. It's uphill, down dale, super tight, crosses a bridge. Huge consequences, Stevie J. Mm. If you just step outside the line just a touch, you're in the fence. So I love Nashville. That's later on in the season. Um, uh, I also love Laguna Seca. Laguna Seca, which this year was the venue for the the final round and, and Powers Championship, that is a circuit that, I don't know, it's like to me it's just a balls out, give it plenty sort of circuit that that um, with the corkscrew there, it's unlike anything, it, I suppose, if anything, it's maybe a little bit like Bathurst with the corkscrew and down through the dipper and the S's and, and that sort of stuff. So I love I love Laguna Seca. I love Nashville. Of course, um, uh, Indy 500 the, as well. Indy 500 is awesome. But how about the Detroit race? It's actually moving from the Belle Isle uh, yes. to the city, like downtown Detroit. Another street race. That's cool. That like downtown Detroit. Cool. Like that's that's – that's Motor as, City. Yeah, that's Motor City. That's as uh, as populated as you're going to get. Mm. It's almost like having one in the middle of New York. Yeah, well, mm. they, they had that in Formula E. They mm-hmm. had the Manhattan Formula E. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, look, I think it's absolutely fantastic. They we- didn't get a crowd because no one heard them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Worst motorsport on the planet. But anyway, oh, Formula E. Formula oh. E. My goodness me. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, actually, can I just jump in there for a second? Yeah. So, so Matty, I mean, you rate it as, as the best. Well, best category or Indy? open wheeler category? Best, no, just best, just the best racing. Best category. So let me ask you this, right? Because you know how F1 are trying to crack the American market. There's a bit mm-hmm. of chat about um, uh, Colton, Colton Herder Colton joining Herder. the yep. uh, the, the Alpha Tauri team mm-hmm. if, if Gasly was to move on, but he didn't have the super license points. Do, do you think Indy at the moment is undervalued in yep. that respect? Yep. Right. So at the moment, so they said something like a fifth place final season finish in F2 mm-hmm. would be worth 20 points, a fifth in IndyCar worth eight points. To, to me, that disparity seems too ridiculous. Large. Yeah, yeah, it is. And and Scotty Mack actually had a little bit of a bit of a crack on the on the socials not long after the last round, mm. and him and uh, and Joseph Newgarden, his teammate, they do a bit of a bit of a boys uh, on the bus a boy, podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, bus bros, they bus call bros, it. A bit of a, right. a YouTube channel. Check it out. It's actually pretty funny. But um, there was a photo of Scotty and Joseph uh, lying down in in. In a lounge room somewhere, one of their houses, and uh, and Scotty's like, just two blokes uh, eligible for super licenses just hanging out in the lounge room <laughs> because obviously Scotty finishing uh, where top top four in the championship, yeah. and obviously uh, Joseph uh, winning uh, second, second, second behind Will. Yep. Um, they got enough points to get a super license, whereas Colton obviously didn't. So whether he's having a crack at Colton, whether he's just having a crack at just generally the uh, the super license scenario yeah. with what you were saying, Jules, about is it undervalued? Absolutely it is. Um, IndyCar, Jules, is the most hotly contested open wheel category in the world. You will go into an IndyCar. F1 IndyCar. don't like them and, and probably like it's, it's almost like supercars and Trans Am. Yeah, they don't they, like they, each other because yeah. of they're similar, but they're not. Yeah. and it's, it's almost a class difference as well. There's a real elitism about F1. Isn't there? Well, there is an elite. Know, well, there certainly is. Sort of fine is. dining and they look at us. Correct. Backers, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But also, you've you got to remember that IndyCar is an American series as well. It's mm. not a true global series. They don't mm. travel around the world, even though they used to come here to Australia. And I think they've, they've done Mexico in the past as well. Um, so there is a viewpoint that it is a domestic series rather than an international series. The reality is, though, it is the most hotly contested open wheel category in the country, in, in the world. Um, you can go in there as a driver who is an absolute rookie, Jules, two, right. two or three races down. You have absolutely a, a percentage chance of winning that race. The rookies compete really highly. They, they don't just sit down the back to learn. They can be right up the front with a minuscule team fighting against the likes of, of, of um, uh, Haas, um, not Haas, of uh, um Roger Pansky or Andretti or, or any of those sorts of blokes. Chip so, Ganassi Racing. Yeah, so so you could be a rookie and still be competing up McLaren. against those. You can't do that in Formula One. Yeah. Like when did when did we see? When the did problem we... is you, you can't go to F one mm. and buy a Mercedes. Like you can't go and buy the same car that Max Verstappen drives. No. Whereas any car, yeah. you can literally just go there and go. All right. Well, I, I want, want that. I want that chassis, and the I want Honda engine, the Honda engine, or I want the mm. Chevy engine. I yeah. want exactly what Will Power and, and Scotty McLaughlin's got. You know, and you can so, go and buy it. So I think it's completely underrated. Um, I, the, everyone knows who listens to the show how much I do rate it. Um, I, it's the only open wheeler that you will get a category that you will get me to watch live. I won't stay up and watch Formula One. Won't yeah. do it. Because Fernando spent a bit of time, I think, didn't he, at IndyCar and rated it very highly. He did and, the Indy Five Hundred. Yeah, and the reason I ask that is because, you know, if Ricardo's at this impasse in his career at the moment where he says, you know, I'm going to pick and choose, I want to be in the grid, but only if it's going to mm-hmm. be a competitive team. Well, mm-hmm. what are the competitive teams? Red Bull, Ferrari, you know, 
little bit of a gap at the moment, Mercedes. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not going to get a drive there. So does he want to keep bashing around in the midfield? If he genuinely wants to chase championships, I wonder if he'd ever entertain IndyCar as an option. Both Stephen and Jay and I said we'd love to see him in IndyCar. Mm. He's a big personality. He'd be a hit. He'd be a, it's a, a major hit. And it's a personality that would be encouraged by IndyCar. Um, he's got a house in America. He just bought a $16 million home in California. He's just been given a $23 million paycheck to sit out and do nothing for next year. He mm. doesn't need the money. Like, everyone feels sorry for Dan Ricciardo. Do me a favour, don't feel sorry for Dan Ricciardo. He's 30. Yeah, he got paid $23 million, but don't forget what he earned the There's last. no cash here. <laughs> here. <laughs> There's no cash. Right? No cash. No, Robo? No cash. He's 34 or whatever he is. He got $60 million from Alpine. He's got it copped another 23. So, like, he's... That's per year. That's per been year. he's McLaren two years now. So, yep. he's wiping his tears with $1,000 notes, let me tell you. Cold hard cash. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Now, can I tell you that polymer's not particularly absorbent? <laughs> no, exactly right. He doesn't care, right? That's just... No. That, he's lighting fires in the California winter with, with, with $100 bills, right? He's not... Yeah. So, we'd love to see him, I think, and everyone would love to see him in India. And I think even McLaren... During the machinations of the of the contract dispute, Stevie J, I think they actually offered him a seat in the SP McLaren IndyCar, yes. but he decided, no, I'll, yeah. I'll press on with Formula One. So, look, I'd love to see it happen. Maybe if he sits out next year, boys. Maybe then in twenty twenty four, he'll have a crack at Formula at uh, at IndyCar. We've seen Nigel Mansell do it. We've seen uh, Mark Blundell do it from Formula One. We've seen uh, Marcus Ericsson come across from Formula One. They have a ball. Romain Grosjean. Yeah. Romain Grosjean right now said it's the best racing he's ever done. Mm. Loving it. Does, he, does he keep the car on the track? No. Nope. Because he's preview putting it in the yeah. wall. No, yeah, no. Time, is he, he? he yeah, definitely no. causes a yes. lot of friction <laughs> between other drivers. <laughs> Put oh. it this way. There is a lineup to punch Romain Grosjean square in the schnozzer, <laughs> and it's a long line. Yeah. Well, he's a bloke best remembered for a, a fiery crash, isn't he, Robo? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, line. well, yeah. And, yeah. and out of – he snatched – Life out of the jaws of death uh, at Abu Dhabi, I think. Was it Abu Dhabi? No, it was Bahrain. Bahrain. In the front, that was terrifying. And uh, and good to see that he is back and still doing well. I just had a light bulb moment. Maybe uh, Daniel could sponsor an OB at uh, Steve from the Gold Coast place for Hmm. night race. Well, Steve's got a big offer on for us to get to his joint uh, on the Gold Coast for the Gold Coast 600. Uh, He's offered... And Steve, you're a, you're a gun for this. He's offered prawns on the lawn <laughs> at his joint for us Side to go me into up, an baby. <laughs> Side me up. As, as long as there's Thousand Island dressing, yeah, you're I'm on. all for it. Are they cooked prawns or raw? No, nah, cooked. Cooked. Yeah. No raw? Yeah. No raw. Righto. And surf and turf with your $300 tomahawk steak nah. and, a few, and a few tiger prawns? Is nah. that what we're talking? Well, when you're on the lawn, you've almost got to have a cold steak, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> cold steak and prawns, yeah. Thousand Island dressing. Yep. Heaps of salt on the steak. Yep, done. Righto. And and what would be the uh, what would be the beverage of choice for such occasion? Oh, for me, yeah, because I'm such an athlete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you agreed. Yeah. I'll have a sparkling mineral water, thanks, Matthew. Sparkling mineral. Get off the lawn. Zero <laughs> percent beer. Zero percent beer. I'd rather drink the spark. Yeah, I'm happy to be paid in food. Oh four double three, ninety eight eleven sixteen to break it back with more of the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. 
This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Now, before the show is out, you need to ask me whether I'm a Ford man or Holden man. Before that, though, boys, uh, the Bathurst S5000 uh, Tasman Series mm. round at the super cheap Auto Bathurst International has been cancelled due to a pending, and I quote, risk management review. Can you elaborate on that for us? <laughs> Come on, Matthew. Okay. Matthew's so not backwards and coming forwards. When it comes to this, we were talking about uh, the upper echelon of open wheel racing. Now that we're talking about S5000, in my opinion only, we're now gone to the bottom of open wheel racing. Um, they've been cancelled, uh, uh, Jules, because Motorsport Australia is saying that they're potentially too dangerous. Um, how, how so, though? I don't quite know why they're too dangerous. They ran there last year, had a couple of shunts last year, but, you know, the guys like, or the guys walked away from them. Um, like, they're super fast bits of kit, and they're grouse bits of kit, but they're just boring racing. Well, I don't think they're particularly relevant. I think they're boring. Did racing. any go under two minutes last year? I don't think they did today, or they they might have. I can't remember. Right, right on the edge. I think they were like a two o one, maybe or a two o two. No, I think they were two minutes something. Was there a two minutes something? That's only not that's, Braden Wilmington. That's only. <laughs> anyway. That's only. That's not even three seconds faster than a supercar. No, like. no, exactly. And we've seen GT cars get under the get under the the, the two minute barrier as well. So look, I, I just, I, they're just not a. Cool they used to race motorbikes around the joint. Fair yeah. income. They're not a man up. Yeah, come <laughs> on. I just don't think they're a really good thing, to be quite frank. I mean, you know, oh, your crutch strap tighter. <laughs> Have a crack <laughs> from Uncle Steve. Yeah. <laughs> um, crack. You know what they need to do? Sorry, mate. You know what they need to do? Here we go. He's on a run. You know what they need to do? You know another thing. You know when you walk, well, when you walk, when you drive around and you see this some dude come past you in his. GQ Patrol with the big exhaust and the big mud tyres on it, mm-hmm. and he's got yeah. a set of agates hanging from the rear, to- <laughs> rear tow bar. <laughs> they need some of those agates hanging from the rear, <laughs> the rear light on the on the S five thousand. Seriously, how often do you have a conversation of patrol agates on the SEN? <laughs> hey? Is that a regular chat this time of night? Uh, so look, they've been canned. Um, uh, they are being said that there is they're just going to basically check it. To make sure that they're okay, because they're meant to be coming back for the uh, the Tasman series, the S five thousand Tasman series, um, which will go across two rounds. It'll do. Uh, they're going to be doing the Gold Coast five hundred and the and the and the Adelaide five hundred. So they're just doing big checks, see whether they come back again next year. Stevie J, I don't know. I, I just, it's just a boring series, folks. Well, hey, they, and speaking they need of more cars, I mean, there's not enough cars too expensive. in the field, and they're too expensive to run and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Speaking of S five thousand and Australian Racing Group. News today, Matt Braid, the chairman, the man who's been organising all of that, gone. See you later. See you, Matt. Good thing, bad thing, Steve J. You've had a bit to do with him through your TCM. You've had a bit to do with him through Trans Am. I've had a bit to do with him in Trans Am. Well, I haven't had a lot to do with him, to be to be fair. Just, you know, there's a few conversations, but that's about it. So I don't really know See you, mate. what goes on behind the scenes there and the business and, and what what have you. So uh, Liam Kirkpatrick has yep. been promoted, good, good which dog. is great. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a uh, he's great, great guy. A uh, lot to do with him through the Trans Ams and TCM side of things. But um, yeah, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, whether there's got to be, got to be a scapegoat, there's got to be someone that's... Oh, I think that's, when they didn't sell. I think when it didn't sell to supercars and that transaction wasn't successful, I think it was a see you, mate. Off you go. They're talking about bringing him in to do special projects or consultation and all that kind of stuff. But I just think uh, 
from from what I can understand from what the conversations I've had, he's just been a bit ineffectual, really. ARG and their categories should be better than what they are, mm. and they should be more um, more advanced than what they are. See, you got to love our audience too. We're just waxing lyrical about uh, times of the S five thousands around Bathurst. Mm. Uh, Zachy from Canberra, geez, Zach, you're almost best on ground, mate. You've sent a ton in tonight. Good work, son. Um, Aaron Cameron set pole last year with a 159 before he turned the thing into a canoe at the chase. <laughs> <laughs> he did too. That's right. He yep. did too. So they, are, I mean, they're quick, right? 159 is real quick mm. around Bathurst. But as you rightly say there, Zachy, he threw the thing against the fence and got out and jumped the fence. Mm. So I'm not quite sure where the danger element comes in, but, you know, they're gone. See you, mate. You mentioned there Trans Am. Uh, mm. This this is a, a question for a, a fan. Anybody ever deck out them Trans Am to make it look like Kit from Knight Rider? Mm, I know we're sort of going no, back to eighty eighty two now, aren't we? I I, uh, I you wouldn't know, but I in fact do, it'd be a fan favourite. I do drive a Trans Am. I've got a Trans Am car, so yeah. uh, but it's a Mustang. If I don't drive that next year, I might drive a Camaro. And maybe I could you maybe could put a kit lights. light. Yeah. little yeah. kit light across the front. In the grill. What do you reckon? That would last about a session. Do you know what kit used to stand for? Before you put it in the fence. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's harsh. Do you know what kit stood for in Knight Rider? Knight Industries 2000. There you go. Correct. Make sure you get on your, your trivia game with that at the pub on a Thursday night. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If you Write get that, that right, down. send a text to me and say, Matty helped us on that one. Thank you. We're going to te- test him on next week's program. Yeah, week. that's right. Night Industries oh, 2000. There you go. Night Industries 2000. David anyway, Hasselhoff. we're going to come back and talk some retro liveries after the break. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Yeah, Stevie Johnson, Maddie McKeldon and Julian King in for NIMS this week. We can see the checkered flag here on the driver's seat. And uh, a lot of retro livery talk on the program. I don't think I've said the word livery this many times in my life. Of course, we've got the, the great Dick Johnson uh, in the first hour of the program with the Shell V-Power Racing Team. They've got this lovely tribute livery. Uh, nod to the Eel Falcon driven by uh, Johnson & Johnson back in 1998. And mm. Coca-Cola's making a return too here, boys. Uh, I've got to say, this looks very sharp. The... the the premier racing car, uh, Chris Pither and Cameron Hill. Yeah, I, and we traditionally, Jules, we would have our Sandown 500 race, which is our retro round. Um, we haven't had that the last couple of years, and so the retro liveries have kind of been not enforced by Supercar because it costs a lot of money to do this, and they do it at the Indigenous round as well. You have to run an Indigenous livery up in Darwin and that sort of stuff. So to change liveries, it's a, it's a big cost. Yeah. to a supercar team to do this. So fantastic that, that Premier has done it. For mine right now, we've only had the two released. Are we expecting any more? Are we expecting any from Tickford, Stevie J, that no. we know of anymore? Well, I don't think so. I don't I don't right. believe so. But, yeah. you know, I haven't heard all of the goss. But, no, I don't, I don't think that there are any more liveries from my understanding. Right. Okay. So um, in the close fought race for liveries currently, we've got DJ, <laughs> DJR with the 98 Johnson Johnson. Uh, and we've got um, we've got the Wayne Gardner Coca Cola throwback for for Chris Pither and Cam Hill. I'm loving the Coke. I've got to say, uh, yeah, me too. Wouldn't be that wouldn't be the first person that that debuts on SEN that uh, doesn't love the Coke. But uh, I love the Coke. <laughs> I think Coca Cola car looks 
Absolutely <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> Speaking of Deli M's. Oh, and uh, I, look, I think it looks great. But there's also been other releases today. We've got uh, the Boost release. They've released theirs today for uh, Brody Kostecki and um, and Will Brown. Uh, their cars look sensational. Of course, we've got Murphy in the wild card. Um, uh, Murphy and Stanaway, their cars look pretty cool as well. Um, a w- bit of a weird one, Stevie J, for your favourite team, Team 18, the one that we all know that, you know, you lie awake at night wishing you could drive for one day. Um, Scotty Pye's car. Not a fan. It's very busy, it's isn't it? It's too busy. You can't read anything on it. Yeah, it's too busy. And don't forget we're watching, if, you, if you're watching this on TV, you're watching a 200K an hour or 300K an hour billboard on a small TV. Mm. Can't be busy. It's got to be It's got to be pretty simple. Um the one I do like, which has just been released, uh, is is a name that you wouldn't recognise. Reef McCarthy, um, spelt R double E F. Reef um, got Bushwhacker on the car, and it, in his Super Two car, mm. and it looks sensational. Does look good. Yeah, good. See, so that's simple. Good, a good contrast, you know, black and yellow. Always. But, I mean, remember the Norton Hornets? You know, they they yep. always look 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 sharp. Yep. We actually got one that you didn't read from Tom, uh, texting early from Tom, Tommy from Hobart that did did comment about the uh, the Coke livery. It says, that car looks way too straight to be a proper Wayne Gardner throwback. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Wayne. So Wayne didn't – did you race against Wayne? I did. Yeah. I did. Well, you know uh, how we were talking, was it last week, on me being on the front row at Bathurst and not having a pole? Mm-hmm. Well, it was Wayne Gardner that beat me to pole. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for him to crash, but he didn't crash. He didn't crash. No, <laughs> that's unusual for for the whiz. The oh, but no, sorry, whiz. sorry, fellas, I'm going with the uh, the Shell V Power livery. Sorry. If guys. you didn't, I'd be a little surprised. Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I like uh, I like Crispy's car, the number twenty two yep. Coca Cola Commodore. Let's see. Hopefully, it'll be further up the grid than it has been all year. But um, yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. Um, it looks as though Steve from the Gold Coast has said, "Boys, happy to accommodate you. Just message him." You never know, mate. You never you're know, Stevie. You're we might bad, we might roll around to Bud's Beach for some uh, for some prawns on your lawn. We'll see did how you we say go. Reef, did you say Reef R W E F? Yeah, Reef, Reef McCarthy. Yep. 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 Hopefully, he doesn't hit any great barriers yep. uh, during his racing. We've run out of time, Jules. But I've got to say. For a bloke that's coming off the bench, you've done outstandingly well. Thank you for your input. Jack, producer number nine, outstanding work as well, boys. And folks, thanks for texting in. Thanks for hanging with us on a Wednesday night. Thanks for having me, boys. A great pleasure. Driver's seat for Kubota for over 40 years have been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We're going to test you next week in the program. What does kit stand for? You can get the podcast, <laughs> of course. <laughs> On all all good podcast platforms. Hey, good luck to Jet Johnson too this weekend in TA2 at SMP. I'll be there as well. Come on down. Bye-bye. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.